hey everyone and welcome to episode two of the run adjacent podcast my name is hayden bell and today i'm joined by jesse gavin who is a sponsorship funding and events lead at sport northland events i'm also i've also roped in my mate dennis to come along and ask some questions and today we're going to be previewing the upcoming bay of islands run walk festival being held really soon on sunday the 21st there is still time to enter www.sportnorthlandevents.co.nz Thanks for giving me your time today, uh, Jesse. Oh, you're welcome, mate. Just yeah, say whatever you want. It's all good. <laughs> so first of all, to talk about you, you're a bit of a runner yourself. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not as much as I used to be, but um, I think just with life and everything, just a bit, I just get a bit busy, you know. Children and stuff. Yeah, I've got, I've got three of those, um, so that's quite hectic, and I've mm. also got little side business that I have which keeps me busy most weekends cool. um, what um what events have you done in the past this, is not, this isn't going to take long <laughs> so I've done the Auckland Half Marathon series mm-hmm. so that there's five of those events which is uh, Devonport Omaha Coatesville Audiwa and and one other I can't remember and other than that I've done Tarawera Ultra the 50k twice yeah uh auckland half marathon done that once um and then the last event i completed was the kepler event in Tiana, which was epic and i would do that again if i could um amazing amazing scenery on that one and then of course a few local events like the three pigs event run by the athletics club which used to be run by the athletics club in um glen Burley. And I did Kitty Kitty Half Marathon when I was 18, but I haven't done one of our own events since I was 18. So I can't wait to be able to. Yeah. Too busy organising them now. Yeah, eh? I don't really get a chance to um, run them. But yeah. Okay, so uh, what's your fastest half marathon you have ever done? And what is your favourite event that you have done? So when I when I got given the run sheet, I had to go and do a quick um, Google search <laughs> and figure out what my fastest time was. And I think I, I tried for like over a year to get under a 145 and a mate of mine, um, he tried to help me. But if anything, he just put more pressure on me and I, <laughs> I couldn't ever do it. And so um, I did finally do it when I said for him, actually, I'm going to do it by myself and, and just get my own pace. And I did a 142 or three, don't quote me on that, uh, um, at Auckland Half, Auckland Half. Um, so I was, I was super impressed with that and happy and that was probably the last road running event that I did <laughs> and my favorite event uh before I did Kepler it was definitely a definitely Tarawera and it probably still is Tarawera like I love that event and I would yeah. I would do it again the 50 um my mate's trying to get me to do the 100k but is that, is that Brent? Yeah, that's just a lot of commitment. And, and I'm kind of like the guy who leaves training till last minute. So, I, yeah. Oh, you and me both. I'm like a 12-week-out guy, and yeah. even that's a stretch. So. But 100K is sort of a bit you, of a You, can't, you to, can't really wing 100K. Like, I feel you can wing 50K mm. and, <laughs> and 60. Um, I mean, the first 50K I did, it was ter- like I trained the hardest I've ever trained in. BO2 max was, you know, quite respectable. But I think it was like 10K into my 50. This is before Ironman took on the event. The event started real late. 
the buses were like an hour late. We started like three hours late. It was mm. it was peak heat and 10K and I just started throwing up and threw up for another 30K. I still finished, <laughs> but there were some very dark times in, <laughs> in, in that event and I, I actually gave up running for a while because that was quite um, oh, demoralising, especially after you put in all that hard work. It's all about getting to the finish. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah, back then I was just super competitive and I had no kids so I had a lot of time to dedicate to it but two years later I think I went back and did it again with no training whatsoever I was meant to enter the half um, and I was like oh, I'm not going to waste my time just going that way for a half so I, I just winged a 50 and I actually beat my time <laughs> from the from the first time when I was throwing up so nice I'd say total wet is my favorite yeah awesome do you um, have any events coming up that you're competing <laughs> in no I sh- it's been in the back of my head to do topo um, and it's still in the back of my head. And a 50? Well, they do a 74, eh? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think they do a 74. Yep. 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 And so I thought, I, I did think about that, and I haven't really given it any more thought. It's still it's still there in the back of my head. <laughs> I'll wait for 12 weeks out, and I'll let you guys know. Yeah, that, that event's in October, so you should probably yeah. think about it. Yeah, so. yeah. No, I, I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gels, overrated or underrated? Underrated. I... I've always trained with them, and um, I think you, if you're going to take them, you obviously don't want to um, not train and take them because that's a that's a disaster waiting to happen. Definitely, always, yep. Only on the bigger runs, like anything over a half, maybe. Yep. Yeah. Do you use protein shakes? Yeah, yeah or no? Well, you should really, but nah. I mean. <laughs> Just get out there and go for a run. <laughs> nice. Hopefully when you get home, there's some breakfast ready for you or something. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so one thing I'd like to ask is traffic management. We've Love just that. come from an event down in Cambridge and had some interesting talks about traffic management down there, mm. uh, cost, etc. Mm. How is that affecting up here with oh, the events? It's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's one of the biggest challenges we have. Obviously with us being in Northland, we... We have to cater our entry fee to the market we have up here and we can't be putting on events that cost similar to events in Auckland, even though the expenses are very similar. So we went from being able to manage traffic management ourselves. So just about everyone in the events team is qualified to do traffic management. But in the last year, the, they've brought out some new rules and regulations around what you actually need to do to put signs out. And it's just it's it's just gone way too big and we went from you know ballpark figure between 15 and 20k a year on traffic management to 100 so that's a that's a big expense we have to pick up somewhere and people ask why are entry fees so high um i don't know who they're comparing us to but they're not that they're not that bad um badly priced especially when we have to pick up that expense from somewhere yeah, it mm. is. Yeah, traffic management is, is and, a headache. And they don't know running events. It's not like stopping cars on the road. You turn your paddle around and you can go now. There's actually a lot more to it and the importance of having things set up in time. Kitty Kitty Half Marathon would be an event. I'll use an example of where it could all go wrong. And there was no traffic management set up at the Kitty Kitty Roundabout. Um, and anyone who's done that event would know that that's like the key, the, the, the major. Easily. Yeah. Um, so when I got there and there was no traffic management, it was um, 
Uh, there weren't a lot of flash words being used. And I was no. quite fortunate that there was a police officer there and a couple of volunteers. So we made it work until um, the traffic management guys got it sorted. But there's this, we just rely on them so much and, yeah, put a lot in their hands yeah. for, for a steep price. Yeah. It does. And um, another question I do have, we have pretty awesome events up here in Northland mm. um, that you guys organise. Is there talk or thoughts of another one or uh, anything else that we can fit in Northland up here? Or yeah, is it, again, costs, traffic management things? It's the tricky part. Yeah, and our team is made up of uh, two 40-hours and, and a 130-hour staff member. So we do 12 events already across the year. And that, like, the team is hectic. We're always following our tail, especially if especially if something goes wrong at an event or if we have to postpone an event. There's just a lot involved in that case. So not a lot of time to put on another event. Like for us to put on another one, we would almost have to remove one. And and we mm. do look at that. And um, I think you guys will already know on the back of your heads that, you know, if Glen Burvey was so popular, why would we go back to Parihaka? Like there's, there's talks of yeah. that, you know, and what's the best thing to do there? And, and we'll make that decision based on feedback we get from you guys or people that do our events. So it's not on the run sheet at all, but is it based on participation numbers, whether an event continues? Yeah, well, and and the bottom line, like we have to make make a profit. Mm. Um, so Sport Northern is a, is a charitable trust, non-for-profit, and we're obligated to be in certain places in Northland. So yeah. like the Kaitaia, the Dargable. And I mean, these places don't just scream, you know, come visit me. So it's kind of hard to get people to go there. And, and then when we're expected to make a loss in those events financially, but it's not, it's not so much about that. It's more about just giving those people an opportunity to, yeah. to be able to attend and, you know, hopefully bring them down to other events. And it's yeah. just opening that door to, to that sort of experience. What was your question again? Participation numbers. Oh, yes. Yeah, so participation <laughs> is, yeah, plays a role in it, yeah. but also financial. Yeah. Because yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I remember my favourite run when I first started running in 2013 was... Don't say that. We'll run No, it was the Mangawai one. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's a cool yeah. one. That yeah. was a good one. <clears throat> but, um, but there wasn't obviously a very strong local mm. turnout, so yes. hence why it's been... It's no longer. And and that community also wasn't a, a targeted community of Sport Northlands. I think it was it was a ridiculous figure, like over 90% of the people come from Whangarei to, to travel to Mangafai. Yep. And so, <laughs> I mean, you, know, you just think about the yeah. logistics of so that and the practicality of, of, of that and Parihaka replaced that event. Mm. So one thing was very important, what uh, Jesse said there, was when you um, do get that email... Uh, that comes through and it says the survey um, yes. please answer it okay yeah. that's yeah. very important because yeah. this is where the feedback comes yeah. from okay instead, we, of, yeah. instead of skipping it yeah fill it in it doesn't take long no and we do read it and analyze it and normally before we make any big changes we would contact local people um, like yourselves um, and a good example with a try if we make changes with a triathlon we'll you know Lee Greer who's obviously a, a ultimate triathlete um we lean on people's experience in those fields because we're, we're not obviously um mm. you know, as qualified as a lot of you people we can run events but we kind of need the input of runners and triathletes and mountain bikers to actually make it 
a good event. Yeah, to do things right. Awesome. No, that's cool, man. Well, that was awfully revealing, bro. Was it? I wasn't expecting that much of an in-depth answer. Fuck. Well, I didn't know how much you wanted from me. No, like, no, I had no. one or two words on my answer, but I was like, is that enough? <laughs> like, I kind of need to get some context, you know? All right. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so let's get into the Sport Northland side of things. From an outsider's point of view, it looks to have been a pretty disrupted couple of years with COVID and other weather events. Your season-ending event, the Ray White Hartier Loop Challenge, was brought to brought through to February of this year. The Parihaka Trail Run had to be shifted from the Glen Burby Forest because of Cyclone Gabriel, and which wiped out the tracks on on the side of Parihaka. Mm. I really do think it's incredible that given the hurdles thrown at you that you managed to keep pulling these events together. In addition to those two events, the team have also had to or have also put on the, the Chiltec Beach to Basin and the Fireco Kaiwi Lakes Triathlon. How's everything stacking up for the Hot Prince Bay of Islands Run Walk Festival this Sunday? Yeah, um I think I'll I'll just go back and acknowledge what you what you said around us being able to um you know, I guess adapt to all these things that are that are thrown at us and i think well thank you first of all for acknowledging the, the hard work that goes into <laughs> that because there's definitely a lot of hard work and yep. a lot of frustration and I, i'll tell you what no event organizer likes postponing events um that just creates a, a massive headache operationally there's a there's a lot involved in that and in having to rebook land and mm. do all that it's quite a process and and that's what i mean by like when things go wrong in events it takes away from the planning ahead because yeah. you're, you're constantly something like that. You, you have to recreate the whole event again and go down the route of rebooking marshals, volunteers, um, yeah. land, vendors, entertainment. It's just creating it all again on a different day. Um, and I think we've become pretty good at that on the back of like if, if, if it's one, one thing that COVID, you know, a, one benefit, if there is a benefit of COVID, it was it's made people uh, be, be more susceptible to adapting to um, stuff that doesn't go well. You know, it, mm. it, it made us actually think, well, actually at the end of the day, it's not, it's not that big a deal to change something. It's quite easy to, it's quite easy to do on paper. Mm. Um, and so like with the, with the Cyclone Gabriel and stuff, it was, you know, when we found out the tracks were destroyed, the first thought was, okay, well, we were asked, could we do it? It wasn't. Oh God, we gotta gotta cancel it. No, it's not the first thought no, anymore. No. Whereas probably once upon a time it would have been. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so if I talked about our event coming up next weekend, the the Bay of Violence um, Run Walk Festival, which is sponsored by Hot Prince and Whangarei, yeah, that's going good. Planning is going good. The medals have arrived, so that's a win. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The trophies. the trophies should be here. If not, go talk to Tara. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they should be here as well, the trophies. Um, obviously, the postage and stuff, that's still an issue, you know, and with anything, um, mm. getting delivered on time. So we're, we're, still, we're still battling with that. Yeah. Event numbers for this week's event, we're trending to hit. 800 uh, all going well so um the half nice. is the half is growing a wee bit which is really good and last year we got 140 something and this year we're looking at 170 so that event the half is, is growing every year so that's something we like to see but it's how do we you know do better on that like getting more people involved in the 8.7 or the or the 6k walk mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. the reasoning for adding that half to that event which we were able to do because 
I don't know if you guys ever done it, but it used to be the Pai Half Marathon. They they obviously left Pai here, gave us the opportunity to add up half to, to that event, which financially it helped us quite a lot because, you know, the half entry is almost five entries of this, the lesser distances. So the half marathon is, is um, doing a lot in, in the respect of um, helping this event financially. Yeah. Cool. So last year, Sam beat Shiloh yeah. for the race win. But Shiloh, I took him up. He was not well. Yeah. He wasn't well. He did pretty well to do that. Yeah. Um, doesn't count, Venus. Doesn't count, yeah. <laughs> As you say, I think one good, th- good thing for uh, Hartier was I think we had uh, six in the top uh, uh, yeah yes. six people in the top five uh, mm. was it was five in the top six there we go uh, I was the sixth place finished as well so I don't you know missed that. that's right Hayden was it right Jodie uh, Burton beat Hannah Blank by two seconds in the female mm. race this year uh, last year so who do you think what you know, <laughs> have you you probably have seen the entries and, yeah uh, I had a quick look I mean when I saw that question on the run sheet I was like man I haven't been asked that question for so long because <laughs> because we're so focused on the everyday participant yes. um, and not so much the leaders even though, you know, we do acknowledge them in our, in our pack and save leaderboard and the Combrio, Combrio leaderboard. Um, but if I was to say for the men, if if Dwayne was to be there, I'd say we'd have a good shot at, at taking it out. I, don't, I believe Shiloh's not there. Actually, I know he's not there. He told me this morning when I messaged him. And Sam Rout, I don't know if he's showing up. Um, yeah. Possibly not. Both of those boys just ran 16.15 and 16.20 one great park run on Saturday, so they're in four, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're out of those. Those guys are doing something different. They just breed different. Those guys. <laughs> yeah. Um. And in terms of the woman, it's honestly I don't know because no one from Glen Burvey, like Karis Teo, who would normally see sort of a front for the women's half. Mm. She hasn't registered yet, and I don't know if she will. Um, I hope she does. And then there's the Maria Ackerson and you know people like that who used to. Yeah. be on top I don't I don't really know the woman's anyone anyone so not only is there a half marathon this weekend what other distances are there yeah so we've got the 8.7k run walk and also the 6k walk the 8.7k that starts at the same place as the half uh, on the village green uh, in Pai here uh, that runs along runs along the the main road. Um, you got the road on your left and the the sea pretty much on your right. So amazing views um, on on that course. Uh, that runs you all the way across the one lane bridge in Pi here, and then the, this eight point seven k runs right up to the top to the golf course, and that's where you'll be turned around. You'll run back down and you'll head onto the the Waitangi Treaty Grounds, which isn't normally open for public um, access. You normally have to pay to go onto that. So as part of your entry, you get to run through there. Um, quite a historical site, obviously. And then you end up um, back at that one-lane bridge and you head back to the start line. So uh, that, that event is, you know, good just for your, your weekend warrior or just someone that wants to get out for a run with their mates or whatnot. And the walk is obviously for those who don't want to run and they just want to walk. Um, the 8.7K, you can run or walk it. But um, yeah, that 6K is, is walking only and it seems to get, attract a lot of people. Uh, and I think that distance probably come from, because the event used to be a Mother's Day event, it used to be called the, the Pi here Mother's Day Run Walk. I think that was quite popular when when it, when, when that was the focus, um, hanging out with your mum and going for a walk in Pi here. Cool. Is there any changes to the half marathon course? Yes, good question, Hayden. Yes, there is changes to that. Um, we... <laughs> 
we have cut out the section from the Hadoodoo Falls track, mainly due to health and safety reasons and, and, and traffic management. So quite a lot of traffic management involved on, on that Hadoodoo Falls road, as you guys know, um, by running it last year. We pretty much had to put like three stop goes on that road, mm. and that's, that's, that's six traffic controllers, a lot of signage, and a lot of money for um, you know not, not much benefit, really. But the other thing was the health and safety of that Hadoodoo Falls track with the slippery boardwalks and stuff like they come across, they come through heaps in the feedback. Yes, we do read it. So we, there was no way to, to remedy that without us actually being able to put in a lot of money, which we don't have into, into something like that. So, yeah. so the new course sees people running a similar course to the 8.7K. So when they get up to the golf course, they shoot down the, the wider, uh, don't quote me on the name of that track, but it's a track that takes you from the top to the bottom of the Waitangi Mountain Bike Park. Oh, yeah. And so you'll enter the Waitangi Mountain Park and they've given us access to some mountain bike tracks, which Epic. we're allowed to run on. So we'll run out uh, on mountain bike tracks and we'll, we'll loop back down on the forestry road, which is a similar road to what you guys would have ran on last year. Yeah, that was that was an epic course last year, man. Yeah, so other than that, um, yeah, no other changes. No, that's cool. So for those of you who haven't entered yet, there is still time. Head along to the website www.sportnorthlandevents.co.nz. So I've I've been a big supporter of the Sport Northland events for a few years now, and just from personal experience, the the entry fees they're around sixty dollars, but the the spot prizes uh, compared to other events around the country, there is so much more that you could get compared. As a ratio um, compared to other events and that I've that I've done elsewhere, um, I'm not going to bag out any other events, but I'm good, just going to say that the Sport Northland events, you've got a better chance of getting a spot prize than you do at any other event. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and that there's a lot of feedback coming through about our prizes. Yeah. Um, so we we did jump on that one also and um, chucked a bit more money at that because yeah. these prizes aren't just given. You know, they're not given to us. It comes out of the entry fee. You know, we, we go off and buy prizes with the money you guys pay for your entry fee. Cool. Um, although Thermatech does actually give us some money towards, not money, but prizes um, yeah. that we can give away to you guys. Um, so we're lucky to have Thermatech on board. And, and of course, Hot Prints, who um, without their support for the for the Bay of Islands event, we wouldn't be able to, um, you know, go ahead. So if you're after any printing or anything, go ahead, <laughs> <laughs> see Carl at Hot Prints in Whangarei. <laughs> Um, nice plug, nice and plug. Can I, can I plug the car? Yeah, you can plug the car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we have a <laughs> Dennis is rolling his eyes over here. We have a Suzuki yeah. Swift from um, Pacific Motor Group, which they give us every year. Uh, so that car's given away to one lucky uh, adult um, who's over eighteen and lives in Whangarei. Uh, you enter any of our Runwalk series events and you go on the draw to win this car. Um, we give the car away with more FM at the end of every year and. Um, you basically have a new car for Christmas, so for the sake of spending, you know, anywhere from ten dollars to, you know, like Hayden said, sixty dollars for an event entry, it's, you know, it's well worth it. Well That's worth awesome. It. Yeah. No. I haven't been lucky enough to win the car yet, but I've seen your name come up, Hayden, but I've no <laughs> <joke>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. Awesome. Um, thanks for coming along today, Jesse. I do appreciate it. Uh, this podcast is still quite young, but hopefully from this it's going to grow and get better. So thank you, Jesse, for coming in. So, um, oh, and also thank you, Dennis, for coming along. I do appreciate it. Dennis had a cry about that. And, um, yeah, thank you. thanks again, Jesse. Oh, thanks for having me, mate. And um, 
it's awesome that um, someone has taken the initiative to, to have a, a running podcast in Whangarei. So we're excited and can't wait to be invited back on. Yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah, I would actually like to continue doing these kind of things probably before the Kaitaia run. Um, do you want to give that a plug? Yeah, for sure. Yep. So we've got the Summer, Summit Forest Kaitaia Trail Run on August 5th. That's my birthday. Um, so I'm, I might not be there for that one. No. Sorry, I'll just start that again. We can edit that out. Yeah, so, okay. Yep, so that event's on the 5th of August um, up in Kaitaia. We have a half marathon. Yeah, so we have a 4K, a 12K, and a, and a half marathon for that event. So awesome. it's an awesome event in the trails, um, running through pine forest, uh, wild horses, wild people. It's a good time. So Cool. Thanks, Jesse. You're the man, bro. Thank you, listeners, for listening. If you could please follow the show on Apple and Spotify, apparently it helps the algorithm. I don't understand how, though. And if you give it a rating, too, that, that also helps. At Run Adjacent on Instagram. Cheers. Uh, Till next time, happy running.